0: You are listening to The Universal Mindset, and I'm your host, Michael Jinks, dedicated to opening up your mind, heart, and soul. I'll talk to you about the mistakes I've made, the lessons I've learned, and ultimately the happiness I've found by surrendering control to the universe and following my universal calling. Thanks so much for joining me again. This podcast is called The Good Place, uh, built off that amazing television show uh, that hopefully so many of you have watched. Um, my friend Letty told me about it when I returned from Burning Man shortly after. And you know, it was funny as it was a time when I was trying not to watch uh, much TV and really wasn't watching much of anything. I just had reached that place of wanting to be so busy. And yet, you know, this show drew me in and just thought it was so amazing. And my wife and I were watching the last few episodes of it tonight. And it just brought up so much to me about, you know, my beliefs on uh, if there's an afterlife even. And, you know, what happens when we die and, how oh, you know, ultimately... Why, right? The why of everything. And I just wanted to go into a deeper discussion about that today rather than you know talking about you know different things we can do here, but you know talk specifically about you know possibilities, options, just things that exist beyond what we know. Um, you know essentially, the plot is is you know the this point system you have here on earth essentially dictates where you go in the afterlife. And it's, you know, very, very interesting to, to think of it that way. Right. And we all think that we need to be better people here and we need to be, you know, you know, do our best to show love, show, you know, gratitude, show charity, you know, all of these things make us better. And I believe, you know, I believe that all of these allow us to vibrate at the highest frequency Um, you know, I have a full belief in energy, um, you know, to the point that there have been times when I feel like I do even see it. And I mean, thousands of times so far where I can feel it. And I think that's something that we all have felt at some point is an energy, whether it's a negative energy, uh, or a positive energy, we have all felt This energetic connection, this, you know, sixth sense, this whatever it is that exists beyond what we know and beyond, you know, what we can see and what we can even comprehend in our mortal form. I had this amazing, um, revelation, revelation A few weeks back when I was in Vegas visiting this magical town called Nipton uh, that my good friend Don runs and uh, manages and I believe partially owns. And, man, what a serene environment. It's just so incredible. It's the only, honestly, the closest thing that I could put, you know, In any words similar to Burning Man. And uh, it's about, I think it's about 10, 20 miles past the uh, Nevada, California border. And then you drive about 10, 15 minutes back east from I-15. It's this beautiful little landmark town. And uh, there's, you know, we ended up staying in a teepee. And I think they have eight or nine teepees. They have several uh, little tiny home cabins. They're adding these beautiful, like uh, forty foot, you know, shipping crates converted into cabin type units. Uh, it's just such an incredible spot, and uh, you know, we had this amazing night. And at some point, uh, we were talking about AI, and uh, this was the first, my own first realization of. Uh, the concept of a God again, uh, you know, within my own spiritual journey, not, you know, thinking of God when I was younger and thinking of, uh, you know, assuming what God is based on what I've been told, but actually my own first step into the possibility of it. Uh, And, you know, it came about again from talking about AI and, you know, I've kind of wondered at what point I would do a podcast on this. And this seems like the perfect time to, to talk about it, but we were discussing how you know ai is essentially its own civilization it you know essentially has its own processes its own programs it has its own individual pieces within it that we may not even be able to you know fully comprehend and you know we are potentially an essentially the gods of ai um, you know, we are, it's beginning right now. We are shaping, uh, what it is. We are shaping what it can do, what it can become. Uh, but there is that point, And uh, I feel at a loss for words for coming, uh, i put that the name for that point, but there is a point where it will exist on its own beyond our control. And that's a point that, you know, Elon Musk has talked about at length of, Uh, You know, whether we should be scared of that or not, Uh, whether it's a point that we just just simply embrace. Um, Well, I mean, it's, you know, essentially a point that's going to become inevitable anyways. Um, And so we're doing our best to, you know, corral this environment to uh, to train it to, you know, stay within its limits. Uh, But at some point it will reach a point where it exists entirely on its own and it exists entirely within its own structure and its ability to do anything you know can only grow from there and you know when i had that thought about you know us being the gods of ai you know it answered that single great question for me of where did we all come from you know i think that regardless of whatever we think is going to happen after we die you know that question still remains and i read uh i read a book um from that insanely smart scientist i was just at a loss for for names tonight um but he talked about you know quarks and zarks and and all of these pieces of energy or whatever they are come together you know, inform, create this, this big bang. But like, where did the quarks come from? You know, where did these initial pieces come from? Um, you know, what, what was that start? And then I imagined AI where, you know, at some point, I think it's, you know, safe to say that, you know, they could gain a consciousness as if maybe they didn't have it already. Uh, you know, I was reminded by a friend that there's that, you know, robot AI in Saudi Arabia that I believe they, um, you know, made a citizen of that place. You know, does that have some kind of consciousness, some kind of, you know, basic understanding of who it is? I mean, we acknowledge our human consciousness. It's, you know, funny when we think about pets and animals and And these other things is, you know, they have a consciousness. They just don't have the same type of consciousness that we do. And, you know, thinking of AI as well, I mean, you know, they don't have the same kind of consciousness that we do, but they have a consciousness. And, you know, similar to how humans have evolved over, you know, how many years they believe that, you know, the first human may have existed as, as 100,000 years old or, you know, 300,000, that the very, you know, basic level of, of human consciousness existed. And, you know, what it's taken to get here. And, you know, from what we know at AI, they can just process incredibly fast. And, you know, where when could that consciousness point, you know, full consciousness point exist? And will they at some point look back And, you know, not have an understanding of where their civilization started. You know, their civilization is just something that we cannot comprehend at all. We don't, you know, understand how it processes as quickly as we do. Um, Time to them runs at an incredibly fast rate compared to our universe, And so what if our universe was simply the AI of another God? And, you know, similar to this one, even though there are specific people responsible for, you know, AI's creation in some way, the seven plus billion people on this earth are the God of that AI, this civilization created that civilization. And wow, just, you know, I, again, it, <laughs> it's not like it gave me an answer, but it gave me a new possibility, a new way of thought. Uh, and I was so excited. I immediately texted my dad. I uh, just, wow, I just had, you know, my first real thought of what, you know, a God could be. And it was so exciting to me even knowing that you know my concept of god is different than his concept of god and you know it didn't matter to him because he he was able to look at this as you know this is my journey and you know he he always encourages me to continue to keep an open mind and I forever will I mean I'm open to the possibility of you know returning to mormonism even though I think it's highly improbable, but, you know, I'm open to any possibility, uh, of knowing because, you know, this is why at some point I stopped arguing with people who are still within the church or even, you know, had any desire to try and change their mind. Because for me, you know, everybody's journey is their own. I think the only thing I ever ask and the only thing I, I want to tell people is to make that journey your own journey. Um, you know, recently I've been able to rekindle this relationship with, uh, my sister, uh, Stacy and wow, it's just so amazing how close we've become in the last month. And it didn't, you know, it made me realize how distant, you know, we had become over the years. And, you know, I, when, you know, the first time I Marco Polo'd her, you know, I, I just wanted to apologize for my own beliefs that she was something that, you know, she isn't like, I believed that she was set in her ways. I believe that she, um, you know, wouldn't want to change. And at the same time, you know, she held beliefs on me that, uh, any of her religious experiences, you know, I would mock or I wouldn't understand in some way. And yet, you know, I think the topic of religion or the topic of spirituality Uh, So rarely comes up for us, though it does, you know, it obviously is affecting our day to day lives and how we look at things. And yet, you know, we've so beautifully been able to connect because we've dropped these walls with each other. You know, we're not looking at what differences we are, we're looking at, you know, how we exist similarly, and how our lives exist, regardless of uh, these external beliefs. And, you know, after watching this last episode of The Good Place, my wife, we were cuddling and she's just not been feeling too well today. And, you know, she just put her hand on my chest and she said, I am in the good place. (laughs) And, you know, it just made me think further that I don't know if we will ever know a heaven. And that may feel lonely to anyone who's seeking, you know, this spiritual journey as it was to me originally. I mean, during my process of of spirituality, I, I entered this extreme space of loneliness when, you know, I decided to leave the church and I... Uh, you know, became more agnostic and was even reaching a near point of atheism. And it becomes so lonely to imagine, you know, to basically not have the answers that you believed you had before. And it was a very dark and lonely time. I mean, you know, I don't think it affected a ton of made my day-to-day life, but, you know, it sure made the thought of, you know, thinking of that just so tough. And, you know, as much as I wanted to cross over to that atheist past or path, I, I just never could. And, you know, it was always this belief of something And, you know, so, you know, having my wife say that to me just made me further kind of think that, you know, what if each, each piece of our energy or each piece of our existence or, you know, where we go after this is just to another state of existence that it's the same as this, where we don't know again. And, you know, the mystery of not knowing, to me is just so incredibly beautiful. The you know, the thought that we are continually trying to vibrate at the highest level. The thought that we're continuing to trying to be our best person. the thought that we are always doing everything we can to raise ourselves up and raise others up is just incredible. And I'm at the point that I hope that's the case. At some point in that show, uh, it talks about uh, a Buddhist belief that we are like a wave in the ocean. And at some point, We reach an end, but that we just return to the ocean now, not knowing, you know, where we're going to go again. (laughs) And that seems completely satisfying to me. (laughs) I love the prospect of always seeking betterment i love the process of needing to know the ultimate lows to know the ultimate high i love that we can exist at our highest highs someday like this last 48 hours has been for me And I love that I will once again go through struggles, which will make me appreciate the highest highs. So far, I have a 100% success rate of getting through my low times. And guess what? That's the truth for all of us. Uh, I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> I really, when you know, when I say I love you all, I really mean it. <sighs> Let's make this world better. Let's love more. Let's vibrate at our highest frequency. But let's also make the mistakes that we make. Let's also live with those things, exist in them, live in those downtimes. Again, I love you all. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Universal Mindset. Please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with any other people that you believe need to hear it. For this and all other episodes, and to find additional content, please visit theuniversalmindset.com. Thanks again for listening, and I love you all so much.